all know the Cincinnati Bengals were thumped by the Tennessee Titans 24 to 3 down there in, in Tennessee. What are they going to do about it? Zach Taylor and a lot of people, myself included, kind of thought Tennessee Titans were like an AFC North team. Well, if that's the case, the Bengals are now 0-3 in the AFC North because they, uh, they've lost all three of their AFC games, and two of them are AFC North opponents. They're 0-2 in the division, 0-3 in the conference. Now will they rebound from the Tennessee Titan debacle? Let's talk about some keys to the football game in Arizona. Arizona has got the same record as the Bengals, 1-3. and three. They've been playing some pretty good football, though. Uh, they, they gave the San Francisco 49ers, who I think – you know, Dallas and San Francisco, two pretty good football teams. They beat Dallas. They upset Dallas by 12 points, and they uh, hung in there for a while against the 49ers. They're playing, they're playing darn good football, really. Um, keys to beating the Arizona Cardinals. Tackle somebody. I mean, it was very sloppy to be kind against Tennessee. 12 missed tackles. 12. Three on one play on a touchdown saunter by the King. King Henry, and those 12 missed tackles accounted for an additional 100 yards of offense. Tennessee had 400 yards offense, 100 of it, 25% of it were due to like missed tackles. Here you go. Take, uh, take, take another chunk of yards on this play and that play, and those add up. On average, the Bengals miss four to five tackles a game. They're a good tackling football team. They're one of the better tackling football teams in the National Football League. So it can be fixed. It can be remedied, and it's going to have to be very, very quickly. There are components here. You have to take proper angles of pursuit. So many times there was a missed tackle because they were overrunning the play and reaching back for arm tackles. It's not going to work against athletes this talented uh, that you face in the National Football League. You have to take your proper angle of pursuit. Uh, you, it, it's okay to get your head in front, but you can't overrun it to the point where your whole body is out of position in front. So, uh, and, and really, like Paul Brown used to say, whatever it takes, just get them on the ground. And if you just have to grab and hold on till other teammates get there, so be it. But make sure you grab and hold on. Don't overrun it. Um, it wasn't because of lack of effort. You know, it was just poor angles for pursuit, overrunning the targets, you know, at times. And, and it came back to bite them pretty substantially. We can't let that happen out in Arizona. Got to play complimentary football. Uh, what happened against Tennessee was just the opposite of complimentary football. When one phase, offense, defense, special teams, when one phase is struggling, it's up to the other two to step up and support that phase that's struggling. Not add to the misery. And in most cases, um, I think special teams was fairly solid, but there was not enough complimentary football between the offense and the defense. Uh, there was no question about that. Have to play better complimentary football. You know, defense is struggling, offense goes three and out and puts the struggling defense back out there. Those are the kind of things that, you know, when, when, you, when your defense just gave up a three plays, 75 yards and, and three snaps for a touchdown, you got to let them sit over there, regroup, go through some things, look at pictures, and you can't go one, two, three and out and throw them back out in the football field and it's all in disarray and, and, and everybody's in a frenzy. To play smart football, penalties. The Bengals don't have a huge number of penalties. They only have 21 penalties, tied for six fewest in the NFL over a four-game stretch. That's not terrible. Five penalties a game, 139 yards is tied for fourth fewest. 
So tied for sixth fewest in number of penalties, tied for fourth fewest yards penalized. That's that's pretty good, but they're so untimely. I mean, my gosh, every time there's a penalty flag, it's negating something that could be a big opportunity, a sack, a takeaway, uh, a first down offensively that's you know nullified by, fa- by false starts or by pre-snap penalties. All of that's happened, and it's happened multiple times. In the Tennessee Titan game, there were five defensive uh, penalties. Three kept drives alive on third down, gave them, gave them first downs, and it basically gave them two scores. It helped them melt the clock and give, gave them two scores in a football game when the offense was struggling. So, you know, defensively, you, you have to be disciplined, focused, concentrate. You, you, can't, you can't afford penalties negating uh, opportunities that you, that you need to have when you're in a mode where things aren't going all that well. Your margin for error is extremely small. So you can't self-destruct by penalty. There's, there's just no two ways about that. Arizona has 34 penalties tied for the most in the National Football League in four games. That's almost 90 game, eight and a half a game. 303 penalty yards, that's the most. So they're tied for the most penalties, and they have the most penalty yards. So Arizona has been self-destructing. Let them continue. That's fine. You know, it's it's almost surprising that they won a football game with that with that kind of a penalty uh, tracking. So let th- let them have that kind of a problem. Don't you self-destruct by penalty? The run game. Right now, Cincinnati defensively has given up 157 yards a game on the ground, 31st in the NFL. Remember, there are 32 teams. 5.1 yards per rush, 30th in the National Football League. Against Cleveland, they gave up 206 yards and allowed 5.2 yards a rush. Against Baltimore, 178 yards, allowed 4.8. Against Tennessee, 173 yards, allowed 5.2. Those three teams, two are in the AFC North and one plays like they're in the AFC North, in the Bengals' defense, the lowest rushing day they allowed was 173 yards. You have to fit and you have to tackle. Don't try to do too much. You have to play assignment sound football. Fit your gap, stay in your gap responsibility, and tackle. Sometimes you just have to go back to the basics. The other part of it, the Bengals are averaging just 70 yards a game on the ground, 31st in the league. Remember, there are 32 teams. 3.7 per rush, that's 24th. Joe Mixon is probably the most consistent player they have offensively at this point in time, in my estimation. He is playing hard. He's finishing every run. He's running with a body lean. He is decisive in his running game. Joe, sometimes, you know, Joe tries to be perfect, find the perfect read, and won't, you know, it kind of takes away from his aggressiveness when he's trying to be too perfect. And right now he's in a great mode where he's just, the first thing he sees that he knows he can take advantage of, he's hammering it. And I, as a former lineman, I love that. I love that. And, and Joe is playing good football. Let him run the football a little bit. Take the burden of responsibility off of Joe Burrow's shoulders some. Um, they're throwing the football a ton. And I think Joe Mixon could really, really help get the offense in a lot more balance. Arizona, offensively, they can run the rock. Defense has another challenge. 
They're averaging 143 and a half yards a game, sixth best in the NFL, 5.3 yards per carry, second best in the NFL. Here we go again. Defensively, though, they've given up 132 yards a game, 24th, 4.4 yards a carry, 23rd. Let Joe mix and eat a little bit. So you see what happens there. Joe himself, he's got 59 carries, 13th most in the NFL, 247 yards, 16th most in the NFL. 6'1", 220 pounds of want to get it done. I mean, he's, he's a load for opposing defenses. Who's going to have the best game rushing? Mixon needs to outrush Connor, and that's going to be a challenge because that's not in the Bengals' DNA offensively. But James Connor, 6'1", like Joe Mixon, 233 pounds, 13 pounds, bigger than Joe. This guy has 62 carries, ninth mo- tied for ninth most in the NFL, 318 yards, tied for third most in the NFL. They are pounding him. He's averaging 5.1 yards a carry. He's rushed for two touchdowns. Against Tennessee, defensively, two-thirds of the runs were four yards or less, and they were fitting their gaps, and they were attacking. A third of the runs, they got away. They got away from the defense. Can't let that happen. You can't be good two-thirds of the time and let them do whatever they need to do the other third of the time. It just You just can't be that way. You have to do your job. Uh, we talked about the second quarter fiasco against Tennessee. Simple. Players were trying to do too much. You get in a panic mode. They hit you for a big play. You still have to stay focused. You still have to remain calm. You have to you know, r- trust your eyes, rely on your reads, Do your job. You can't leave your area of responsibility to go help a teammate. You have to harvest your own crop. You can't go trying to help a teammate harvest his. They'll abuse yours. You just can't do that. It almost always ends poorly. Every every once in a while, it'll end well. But for every one of those, five times it's going to end where they come back and they attack exactly where you're supposed to be. On King Henry's jump pass to Wiley out of the Wildcat for a touchdown in the second quarter. Player responsible for Wiley was freelancing a little bit, trying to you know guess. Oh, I I think he may throw it here. I'm going to go try to make a big play. I'm I'm going to I'm going to get it done. No, it, when you're freelancing and helping others, you get burned a high high percentage of the time. And that's exactly what took place on that play. Josh Dobbs, the the quarterback, the Arizona Cardinals, completing 70.7 percent of his passes, seventh best in the NFL been extremely accurate four touchdowns tied for 16th in the league no interceptions tied for fewest in the league obviously 99.4 quarterback rating he's 10th dude's in the top 10 quarterback rating in the national football league the other part of it is he's a dual threat he's got he can hurt you with his feet he can hurt you with a strong arm 141 yards rushing 35th in the nfl only two quarterbacks have rushed for more yards than dobbs a guy named lamar jackson a guy named patrick mahomes dobbs is third in terms of quarterback yards rushing this year in the National Football League. And some of it is designed quarterback runs. Now, a lot of it is improvisational and creating and extending plays, but Dobbs can definitely hurt you with his feet. You have to be very disciplined with your pass rush. You have to stay in your lanes, and you have to close in on him with discipline. Don't get out of your lane trying to do something other than doing your job. Don't try to do too much. If you get out of your lane or you get pushed out of your lane, he will find it and he will abuse it. So you've played against quarterbacks that, that do that and have done that, can do it successfully. 
guy named Lamar Jackson, a guy named Deshaun Watson. You've already seen that type of thing. You know, been there, tried to do that. Got to do it a little better and get it done against Dobbs. First down, third down. First down success normally leads to third down success. Uh, the Bengals, offensively, they're averaging 4.16 yards per play on first down. 31st in the NFL. Remember, there are 32 teams. Defensively, they're allowing 33, uh, or I should say, offensively, that's what they're getting on first down, 4.16 yards per first down. And that's translating to a third down conversion percentage of 33.9%. Because they're struggling on first down, they're converting third of the time, basically. And that's toward the bottom of the league, tied for 25th. Arizona, on the other hand, offensively, 5.89 yards per play on first down. Number nine, they're in the top 10. Third down percentage conversion, 42.9, 10th. So they're in the top 10 in both areas. First down success leading to third down success. That's offensively. Defensively, the Bengals, 7.15 yards per play on first down they're allowing. 31st in the NFL. Remember, there are 32 teams. That's convert. That's translating to a 42.3% conversion percentage on third down, 21st in the league in the bottom third. Arizona struggling in both areas. They're allowing 6.47 yards per play on first down, 28th, and a 51.1 conversion percentage on third down. That's 30th. There are only two teams worse on third down defensively than Arizona. Bengals are going to have to step it up. They're going to have to get it done on, on offense, convert on third down, sustain drive, stay on the football field, help your defense. Defensively, get off the field on third down. Let the offense get back out there and perform. And it starts with first down success. First down success normally translates to third down success. Red zone, something's got to give here. The Bengals, six possessions in the red zone. In four games, six possessions. That's, uh, and they scored three touchdowns, 50% conversion rate. Six times in the red zone, three touchdowns are both tied for second fewest in the National Football League. The 50% conversion rate's tied for 20th. Again, the bottom third. They got to get there. Got to get in the red zone. And when you do get in the red zone, don't settle for field goal. That's four point swing every single time. High, high percentage of the time. You got to score a touchdown. You know, you got to get there and you got to finish when you do get there. Arizona, defensively, I said something's got to give. Bengals aren't getting there offensively. Everybody's gotten there against Arizona's defense. They've allowed people in the red zone 20 times in four games, five times a game, most in the league. And they've allowed 12 touchdowns. That's tied for second most in the NFL. People have had red zone success against the Arizona Cardinals. Maybe the Bengals will be able to get healthy in the red zone by getting there and scoring touchdowns. That 60% conversion rate is tied for 17th in the NFL. They have held the opponent to no points three times in those 20 possessions in the red zone. Three times the opponent has come away with nothing. Can't have that happen. You can't make it a, a, a seven-point swing. You get in the red zone. Worst case scenario, it's got to be a four-point swing. You want to get all seven of those points, though. And then overall, finishing. Get the game to the fourth quarter. Who'll be able to close out a close game? Arizona's been outscored 44-7 to in the fourth quarter. 
44 to 7. That's minus 37 points right there. The Bengals, they've been outscored 25 to 10. They've been outscored by 15. Who is going to be able to finish a close game in the fourth quarter? Got to make it a fourth uh, close game in the fourth quarter. You don't want blowouts. Fourth quarter problems, though, is another reason both these teams are one and three. Another big key in this football game is explosives. We're talking big plays, and the Bengals have been struggling, obviously, in that regard. Joe's medical limitations have prevented the deep ball, you know, really threatening defenses down the football field. The running game is has had its issues in that area as well because everybody's crowding the line of scrimmage. I mean, it's like the Bengals are playing in the red zone or the low red zone at some point in time, even when they're not. So it's a, it's a very difficult dynamic. The only guy that's had a rush of double-digit yards or longer is Joe Mixon. He's had multiple rushes in, in the double digits, and his longest of the season is 22 yards. No other runner has had uh, a, a rush of, of 10 yards. Evans has got a seven-yard carry. That's his best. Um, and others, there's a couple of uh, runners that have had five-yard carries. I mean, it's it's not been there in the running game. In the passing game, the 43-yard completion to Jamar Chase when Joe got out of pocket after faking the pitch and getting out of pocket, the lone time basically that he has gotten out of pocket. That's the longest play of the game, of the season, I should say, in the passing game and the running game, 43-yarder to Chase. Higgins has a 20-yarder for a long. Is he going to be able to play? I don't know. Is it a cracked rib? Is it a cracked cartilage in the rib cage? They're both not pleasant. He says he's going to try to see what he can do, but we'll, we'll see. I, I'm, I have my concerns there. Um, actually, that was, yeah, that's T. Higgins. Joe Mixon has a 32-yard reception uh, out of the backfield, which uh, which is a, a explosive play. But, again, that wasn't down the football field. And then Hudson, tight end, 26-yarder in the last game where he caught in the middle of the football field. So there's four, four explosive plays. In the uh, offensive passing game, uh, four different receivers have a reception of 20 yards or more. Let's take a look at the Arizona Cardinals. What have they done? Connor has rushed for 26, so you know he's had other double-digit rushes. Dobbs, the quarterback, quarterback run package or creating extending plays. He's got a 44-yard rush. Moore has got a 45-yard touchdown. Uh, Brown is a 29-yard rush. On the receiving end, Brown has a 41-yard reception. Wilson has a 69-yard reception. Moore has a 31-yard reception. McBride has a 23-yard reception. What I'm saying is the Arizona Cardinals have been much more explosive. They have a lot more big plays by more players than the Cincinnati Bengals at this stage of the season. You have to control and minimize, even eliminate, and that's going to be tough to do, but at least minimize explosive by the Arizona Cardinals. And let's see a few by a bunch of different people for the Cincinnati Bengals could hopefully would be a breakout day in the big play department. And then turnovers. Both these football teams have five takeaways. They're tied for fourth best in the NFL with five takeaways. Uh, Arizona has two giveaways tied for fourth fewest. The Bengals have three giveaways tied for seventh fewest. Arizona's plus three tied for eighth in the NFL. The Bengals are plus two. Tied for 11th in the NFL, just outside the top 10. Joe Burrow's got two interceptions and, and the only lost fumble of the season. Uh, Irvin, 
Irwin dropped, put one on the ground as well. The Bengals have put two on the ground and lost one of them. So Joe Burrow has three giveaways for the Bengals. Josh Dobbs has the three or has the two giveaways for the Arizona Cardinals. Dobbs has not thrown an interception, as we talked about, but he's put it on the ground four times and lost two of them. Four times in four games. That to me is a little bit of a trend. Make sure when you're tackling Dobbs or pressuring Dobbs, somebody go for the football. He's vulnerable in that area. Put it on the ground four times, lost two of them. Turnovers are always a big factor in every football game at every level, from peewee all the way up to the, the professional football in the National Football League. So wanted to end on turnovers. Hopefully the Bengals can turn this thing around, get back on the winning track, go to two and three, beat Seattle, go into the bye at three and three. What was their record last year after six games? Three and three. I'm not going to compare seasons. There's no reason to do that. Like I said, every single game is a season. There are 17 little seasons in the National Football League. But when you're talking about when's the last time the Bengals came back from a one in three mark or an under 500 mark and worked their way back to 501 to play? Last year, last year, they started 0 and 2. They went 3 and 3, climbed out to 3 and 3, and, and then put one on a streak at the end of the season. Again, that's last year, but you don't have to go back very far to show the last time it happened. And a lot of guys on this roster are part of that. We'll see how this one pans out. You got to take them one at a time. Doesn't matter what's happened in the past. You can't look to the future. It's all about the Arizona Cardinals. Gotta get it done. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team.